Hi, this is Dr. Willie Jolly, and I want to welcome you to the new and improved Willie Jolly Wealthy Ways podcast. After many years of interviewing the best and brightest thought leaders around the world on my SiriusXM show, I am excited to now have those interviews available to people around the globe on this podcast. So many people would write us and say, I love what I've been hearing about your interviews with these great people. Where can I access them? I live in this country or that country, or I don't have access to that technology. How can I get the information? Well, I'm so excited now that we are able to offer the information and the interviews free on this podcast. So we want you to sit back and enjoy this message and let me know how you like them. And then do me a favor. If you like them, send a review, write a review and post it. And if you like it, hit like on here and share it and tell everybody you know about it and then subscribe to this podcast so you'll get the alerts when we post a new interview episode. Thank you for listening and enjoy the Willie Jolly Wealthy Ways podcast. Named one of the outstanding five speakers in the world. Inducted into the Speaker Hall of Fame. Award-winning singer. Best-selling author. And now, here's Willie Jolly. And I have only just a minute, only 60 seconds in it. Forced upon me, can't refuse it. Didn't seek it, didn't choose it, but it's up to me to use it. I must suffer if I lose it. Give account if I abuse it. Just a tiny little minute, but our eternities are wrapped up in it. Good afternoon, good morning, good evening. Whenever you're listening to this, it's a good day. Because every day above ground is a good day. You don't believe it? Try missing one. And so I am grateful for this day, this opportunity opportunity to share some time with you to give you some tips and some ideas or what I like to call tips mean techniques, ideas, principles, and strategies. T-I-P-S. Techniques, ideas, principles, and strategies for living a better, brighter, more wealthy, healthy, and wise life. So I hope you're ready to get it on. You know, I take a moment to start every show with that minute, God's minute. I take a moment after that to take a moment to give God some glory, to give him some praise, to thank him for life and strength and health, and to be grateful for every day I have. I don't take it for granted because somebody had set a whole day of activities and places they're going to go, people they're going to talk to, things they're going to have happen and do in their lives, and they didn't wake up. So the best part of waking up (laughs) is waking up. (laughs) Hey, come on, somebody. And it's a good day. And it starts with your attitude and your gratitude. And today's show is perfect for those of you who have had some challenges, some difficult moments, some setbacks. Today is your day. I'm telling you, don't go anywhere because this show is going to bless and empower and uplift and encourage you in a way that will be amazing. So don't go anywhere. Now, I want to thank everybody who's gone to uh, our marriage site and gotten information on our marriage book. Uh, My book is called Make Love, Make Money, Make It Last. And many of you have gone to jollymarriage.com, 
jollymarriage.com and gotten the book. We recommend you get the book. You can get it at Amazon as well, but we recommend you get it at jollymarriage.com. And actually, we've been doing events where we've been telling people about the new package we have that is helping married couples. It's two books, two workbooks, an audio book, and a CD seminar on, uh, or well, a seminar on CD, two CDs. And so many have said how much they enjoyed it. Just go to jollymarriage.com, get the free chapter and check it out. And then follow us every Monday night at nine o'clock Eastern time on Facebook live with happily married Monday with the jollies, where we take your questions. If you'll email us your question in advance to info at willajolly.com, we address many of these questions. And the last few have been some amazing questions have come out that we have addressed that you want to make sure you check the YouTube and listen to some of those shows. Okay. Now, we got a new website, winwithwilly.com. Winwithwilly.com. I established this new website as part of my new daily radio show on Get Up Mornings with Erica Campbell across America every day, 8.20 Eastern Time, 7.20 Central Time. You can hear my message. It's not that long, but it sure is impactful. And people are saying it is impacting their lives. So you can listen on GetUpErica.com or on the local station in your market that carries the, the Get Up Mornings with Erica Campbell morning show. And as part of that Wake Up and Win with Dr. Willie Jolly is the name of the segment, we started a new website, which is called winwithwilly.com, where we have all of our sites, faith-based sites, business sites, speaking sites, um, motivation for your children site, marriage site. All of those are on one site now, so you can have full access to all the things we are doing and more sites are coming. So we'll constantly be upgrading that site to help you win more <laughs> in your personal, professional, marriage, children, every part of your life we want you to win. My guest today, whoo, 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 whoo. this is one that is going to bless you. Michael O'Brien is becoming a media star because of a setback that he had that was, whoo, it was traumatic. He is the chief shift officer, S-H-I-F-T, because that's one of the titles of his books, is he is the chief shift officer at Peloton Executive Consulting. He elevates successful corporate leaders by preventing bad moments from turning to bad days and bad weeks and bad months and bad uh, bad years. And he illustrates that in his current book, My Last Bad Day Shift. Mm. His award-winning best-selling memoir, Shift, Creating Better Tomorrows, chronicles his last best chronicles his last bad day. And near-death cycling experience. And he has shared his story on TED Talks and on television with major corporations. Uh, Fast Company, Real Simple, ABC, one after another. Entrepreneur, I mean, just one after another, he's been telling his message that has shifted people's thinking. And so I want to introduce you and let him tell his story to Michael O'Brien. Michael, are you there? 
I am, Dr. Willie. It's great to be with you. It's a great day, great day to wake up, and I can't wait for our conversation. Wow. Well, why don't you tell them, and they might as well tell them what happened so that you had a bad day, but it was your last bad day, and how it came to be that last bad day, which almost became your last day, period. Tell people about it. Yeah, it almost was my last day, period. The doctors told my wife, had I been 10 years older, I would have been, or mm. not in shape. Wow. So it was July of 2001, and I was out in New Mexico. I live up in New Jersey, but we were out there for a company offsite, classic offsite. Go in on Monday, leave on Friday. They try to torture you with PowerPoint in between, and I brought my bike out. Actually, I brought one of our mutual friends' bike out. Derek McGinty. Ah, yeah, I know I the great get... TV guy, Derek McGinty, for sure, for sure. Yes, indeed. So I brought my bike out because I wanted to ride my bike in New Mexico. I had this big goal of crossing, you know, each state off my list, riding in all 50 states. And I had this beautiful loop, Dr. Willie, out the hotel, up the main drag. Thought I'd get 10 laps in with a two-mile lap, 20 miles. And I thought I'd be the smartest guy at the meeting. I'd get outside and enjoy New Mexico while everyone else was in the hotel gym grinding it out. And on the fourth lap of my morning bike ride, I came around a bend and a Ford Explorer was coming right at me. Fully into my lane. It was going about 40 miles an hour based on what the police estimate. And I remember everything, Dr. Willie, that day except for a few minutes of being unconscious. But I, I definitely remember the sound of me hitting his grill. The sound I made as I went into his windshield and broke a hole in it, and the screech of his brakes, and the thought I made when I came to the asphalt below. And that knocked me unconscious, as you would imagine. Right. And then I regained consciousness a few minutes later, and the EMTs were surrounding me. I was in the worst pain of my life. The thought of moving was painful. And I asked the question that only another cyclist can truly appreciate in that moment. I asked them, how's my bike? <laughs> and it, was, it, was my, it was my lame attempt to cut the tension of the moment with a little humor because I knew my life was in the balance. Wow. I, I wondered if this, this was you know, how you felt when you're almost going to die. And I also remembered this. I thought if I could stay awake, as crazy as this sounds, that I could control the situation. So I was willing myself not to lose consciousness. I told myself, Michael, whatever you do, stay awake, stay awake. And eventually they called a medevac helicopter to bring me to the trauma center in Albuquerque because the ambulance ride was too far away. And when they put me on that helicopter, I promised myself in that moment that if I lived, and I knew that was in question, that I would stop chasing happiness. I would live life different. Because up until that point, I was doing what a lot of people do, even current day, was chasing happiness, thinking that I'd be happy when I got that big house or the promotion or this, that, or the other thing, all those external merit badges. And I knew if I had another shot at this, this gift called life that I would Stop chasing happiness. I didn't know how. Yes. But I knew that that was, that was a commitment I wanted to make in that moment as I sort of clung on to my life. Wow. Wow. So let me make sure I got this right. 
you were already as a cyclist beforehand and you were going to do a training while you were on this uh, retreat or this uh, offsite and you took a bike and probably one of those uh, uh, small, flexible, small, or maybe it's one of those uh, ones that I've, I've seen the bikes that people take on planes, which actually you can bend and then pull into full frame later on when you get to your, your uh, destination. And you had your, your, your I guess, I'm glad you had your helmet. I'm sure you had your helmet. I had my helmet. I still have it to this day. Yes, and I'm sure it, it took a beating. And uh, and then you were out on this ride, training ride, going around a loop, and you'd been around a th- three times. You knew the, 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 the way it went. You knew how it was supposed to go, but somebody didn't do what they were supposed to do, which is stay in their lane. And life is like that sometimes. Some people don't stay in their lane People cross over the center line, and that's what happened when you came around a curve. And this big old truck was coming at you. As you you wrote in your book, you could see right into the driver's eyes and realize the driver had been distracted, maybe changing the radio, maybe fooling with something. But whatever, when they looked up, it was like that deer in the headlights, and you were the deer. I love that line in the book. I look like a deer in the headlights look, and you were the deer. And they hit you with full speed with, you know, at that point it was too late to break. You were sure they were going to break, but they looked up and it was too late. And you were going right into their car or that truck at that point and went right through the windshield. You heard the glass cracking. You felt the glass going in your skin. I mean, you describe it with such detail and everybody who could read it would say, wow. And then you said, then I felt the asphalt. I felt the ground and blood coming out of my body. I could feel the blood on the ground. I could feel me bleeding. I could feel the pain. What do I do now? And I'm telling you folks, he describes it with such detail, but the power of this story is what he did about it. You know, my friend W. Mitchell, who's been on this show, says, not what happens to you, what you do about it. And you're going to have some days in your life where you got to make a decision. Or Les Brown has said, it's not what happens, it's what you decide after what happens. We're going to take a quick break. This is Dr. Willie Jolly. His story and his lessons and his Attitude is going to change your life. We'll be right back. This is Dr. Willie Jolly on the Willie Jolly Wealthy Way Show. And for sure, your best is yet to come. We'll be right back. Hi, this is Dr. Willie Jolly, and I have a question for you. Have you ever wondered why some people can make a million dollars, lose it, make a second million, lose that, then make a third million, while other people can't even make ends meet? Well, the reason is that those people know the recipe for success. And 
That recipe is available to everyone if you will do what they did. They made a habit of getting positive motivational resources of great thinkers and great learners. And I want to offer those same kind of resources to you. We've developed a free page on my website. It's wjspeaks.com slash gift. wjspeaks.com slash gift. On that site, we've got resources, books, audios to help you to grow and they're free. So go to wjspeaks.com slash gift, wjspeaks.com slash gift and get some of those resources and then share that page with your friends and your family members. We want to impact and inspire millions of people. And remember, if you enjoy this message on this podcast, like it, share it and Post a review about it and make a difference in the lives of others by letting them know about it. Have a great day. This is Dr. Willie Jolly. Back. This is Dr. Willie Jolly on the Willie Jolly Wealthy Way Show, and I want to thank you for tuning in, turning on, checking it out, whatever way you got here. I'm grateful you are here. I'd like you to do me a favor. If you're not on my newsletter, make a point to get on my newsletter so we can send you the tips every week from the interviews we do or from the shows we do, the life lessons, the learning tips. I like to give people information with their motivation and inspiration so that they can learn while they grow and go to the next level. So we send out a newsletter with a video from me as well as learning lessons that I got. Because let me tell you something, as you are listening to the interviews. I'm listening to them. I'm taking notes. I've got a iPad full of great notes from the great ones, from the John Maxwells, the Colin Powells, the Bill Marriott's, the James Browns from CBS Sports, the uh, T.D. Jakes, the Gladys Knights, all of the greats who have done great things. I got an iPad of these lessons and messages and learning points. And then after I listen and take the notes, then I transcribe them and put them into our newsletter, as well as a video for those who just want to Listen or see me share my message. So make sure you go to willyjolly.com or just wjspeaks.com, wjspeaks.com slash gift. And you can sign up for a bunch of gifts we give you, free digital books and audio messages and all sorts. But you get the gift and then you get to be on our newsletter list And we send you something that will inspire you. And you can share it with your family and friends. Because our goal is to help millions of people around the globe to win in their personal, professional, and daily activities. Well, my guest today is a man who has learned how to win in the midst of a devastating loss. He lost almost his life. He is the chief 
shift officer at Peloton Executive Consulting, and he helps companies around the country to turn their bad moments into change moments and good days by changing their thinking. He is an award-winning, best-selling consultant, speaker. He has a memoir called Shift, Creating Better Tomorrows, and he chronicles his near-death cycling accident and recovery journey and how it has inspired a TED Talk. Companies bring him in to speak. He's been an Entrepreneur Magazine, Fast Company Magazine, Real Simple Magazine, ABC, and many other programs across the country. And I'm glad he's a guest here on the Willie Jolly Wealthy Way Show. Uh, I, 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 I'm, uh, Michael, you mentioned that Peloton is a word that me, many of us who, and I'm a cyclist, okay, I, I have a... I'm a cyclist. Nowhere near you, okay? I do. If it's cold, I don't go out. If it's, <laughs> if it's, but on the good days here in Washington D.C., I'll try and get out. But I go on bike paths. I don't do the the roadways because I don't want my last day to be one where I meet a truck. But we got great uh, uh, bike paths here in Washington through Rock Creek Park and so forth. But Peloton means something. It's not just a, the name of a a bike company it means something tell us what that means absolutely a lot of people do confuse it with the peloton spin bike and having lived in dc i know all those great roads you get to ride on all those great bike paths through haynes point yes rock creek yes like those are some of my favorite rides of all time but a peloton for those that know the tour de france it's the group of cyclists in the bike race and so that group of cyclists are made up of different teams from different backgrounds and different experiences. And I use it as a metaphor for tribes at work and in their life. Basically, who are you riding with? Mm. Because that group of cyclists, they need trust. They need collaboration. They need communication. They need community. And yes, they all come from different backgrounds. The Peloton is diverse. It's inclusive. And I think we need more of that in today's society. And so when I was recovering from my accident, when I was in the hospital, I had my whole medical team from all different departments in the hospital. And I leaned over to my wife and I said, they're like my medical peloton. They're all helping me get to the finish line. And I think we need to be smart about who are we riding with? Are we riding with the right people in life who are bringing out the best in us? So again, I use it as a way to talk about teams about community, about culture, about inclusiveness and diversity. And I think we all need to be riding with the right people so we can have that win-win that you often talk about. Absolutely. Man, I love that. And now I know what a Peloton is. I've seen them in the uh, Tour de France where they all packed up together. And you wonder, and some of them have uh, similar jerseys. And I always wondered how the, the even though one person may win, the team gets recognized. And I realize because the people are pushing each other and encouraging each other and being strategic and helping the team win while either even sometimes one gets the 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 glory but the team wins well you have a book and you actually have two books one is called shift creating better tomorrows winning at work and in life and another one which really i loved and do they come together when you buy one you get both or how does it work 
Well, through my website, if people buy one through my website and I give them a good old autograph on those, I send both. Okay, great. But they can also get both through Amazon um, or my website, either way. But through my website, definitely give them both. That's okay, a great. bit of a bonus. Well, that's so, a great and bonus. Plus it's autograph for and whatever now, that's Before worth. we go any further, because now everybody who's sitting there, some got to jump out of their car or, or, or something, they say, what's the website? Give them the website, please. So it's Michael O'Brien, O-B-R-I-E-N, shift, S-H-I-F-T dot com. Michael O'Brien shift. Michael O'Brien, an O-B-R-I-E-N shift dot com. I want you to go to Michael O'Brien shift dot com. Get the book. He'll throw in the other one. And the one he throws in is the one that captivated me because it was not just telling the story. It was what do you do when you've had a bad day? What do you do when you may have had a bad experience? You might have gone through a bad marriage. You might have gone through a bad downsizing. You might have gone through a bad experience or accident in your life. You might have gone through a trauma, uh, a, a, a disaster of some art. You've gone through what I call the, the devastating D's of life. One of the devastating D's. Here are the devastating D's. Devastating D's are downsizing. Mm disease, mm. diagnosis, mm. divorce, mm. a disaster, mm. or the death of a loved one. I don't know which one, but you go through sometimes in your life some devastating deeds. So what do you do then? Well, many of you have, have uh, taken the concept that I have preached for now over 20 years that a setback is a setup for a comeback. I hope you got my book and that you know that I wrote the book. I am grateful for Bishop Jakes and Joel Osteen and all of those who preached that message. I sent them the book, so I handed them the book, so I gave them the books when I visited and spoke at their churches. But I wrote the book. But now we got this message that will tell you how to have a last bad day. Mm, good God Almighty. I love this message. My last bad day. Well, tell us what happened here, Michael, that made you come up with my last bad day. You didn't had this accident. You've gone through the windshield. You, you, you fall out of the, out of the windshield, all cut up and broken up on the ground, bleeding profusely. The doctors say, we hope we can, we can save this guy. They, Helic vacuum to the hospital. You go into ICU. You're on teetering on the brink of death. They call your wife. She rushes out from Jersey to, was it Phoenix you told me you were in? Albuquerque. Albuquerque, New Mexico. And what happens then? What changes? Well, what? What happens next is I came out of the ICU and the doctors told me all about my accident. And they painted a picture, Dr. Willie, of dependency, a lack of independence, crushing my identity, more pain and suffering, more surgery. So here I made this pro promise to myself that I'd stop chasing happiness. And now I was in despair since we go where our eyes go. They shifted my perspective. Say that to go. We go where eyes go. Tell it, because that was a powerful piece in the book. We The bike goes where your eyes go. Say that again. Yeah, so it's all about what we look for. So when you're riding a bike, as you're going around a turn, you want to steer your eyes into the turn. It helps you go around the 
turn faster. But so often people like look straight ahead and the bike will go straight ahead. And often in life, when we look for the negative, we go towards the negative. <laughs> and when we look towards the positive, we will go and find more positivity in our lives. Oh, stop and right the there. Stop right there. That Ooh. is powerful. The, folks, I want to make sure you got to you go where your eyes go. If you look at negative and talk about negative and think about negative, and that's all you keep your eyes on, that's where you will go. But if you put your eyes on the positive, on the uplifting, the encouraging, that oh this is good stuff keep going michael you're turning me on now so i was in a funk i was angry and depressed and bitter and i was to be honest revengeful i thought he took from me i will take from him an eye for an eye i thought but then one of my mentors come came to me dr willie and said you know michael all the events in your life are neutral until you label them mm. and i was like i was like huh I was like, what are you talking about? He goes, nothing has meaning until you give it meaning. So right now, you're giving your accident this meaning that it's a setback, that you're the victim. But he says, you can shift your perspective. And this could be, to your language, Dr. Willie, yeah. this could be a setup for a comeback. That's this, all it is, a this, setup for a comeback. This, this can be your greatest moment where you rise up and you show the world and you show yourself what can be accomplished, even when you have something horrific happens to you, that you can make a better life. You can use this as a spark, as a catalyst, if you will. And in that moment, I was like, you know what? He's onto something, this mentor of mine. And I decided that I was going to make July 11, 2001, my last bad day because I could label my days any way I wanted to. And if I had my wife and daughters in my life as I hit the pillow each night to fall asleep. How could I say that's a bad day? Hold that now, thought. Hold that thought. We're going to come right back. This is Dr. Willie Jolly. we got to take a station identification. But I'm telling you, this is some good stuff. We'll be right back on The Wealthy Way Show with Dr. Willie Jolly. Stay tuned. Hi, this is Dr. Willie Jolly, and I got an email from a gentleman in Australia who shared how he had been struggling in his business, and he bought some of my books and audios, and how it had a profound impact on his business, and he went from worst to first in his company. I shared with him how much I appreciated his Note, but I told him those books, those audios, those videos were not just something that I just thought up one day and started to write. They were born out of my experiences, out of the challenges of overcoming the problems and the difficulties and how I was able to do it. And I shared with him that others have sent similar messages and that these resources work. I want to encourage you and invite you to go to my store. Go to wjspeaks.com slash shop. wjspeaks.com slash shop. Get some of the books. It only takes a minute to change your life. Or a setback is a setup for a comeback. Or turn setbacks into greenbacks. Or chicken soup for the soul. Or an attitude of excellence. Or the book I wrote with my wife after 34 years of being married and not having an argument in over 30 years, we wrote a book called Make Love, Make Money, Make It Last, and now it is saving marriages all over the globe. Go to the store, get some of the audios, the videos, the books, the resources to help you have greater 
personal, and professional success. This is Dr. Willa Jolly. Make this a great day on purpose. And we're back, Dr. Willie Jolly. I mean, this is captivating, compelling. Uh, I didn't want to take the break, but I had to. But I'm telling you, Michael O'Brien is giving it to you on how you can turn your bad days into a good day. Or as my friend uh, Dennis Brown out of Houston, Texas said, the only difference between a good day and a bad day is your attitude. You choose. He said, look, all events are neutral until you label them. And you must label them differently. Well, well, keep talking, Michael, because you got it going on right now. You're giving the good information to people who need to change their attitude and their perspective about life so that they can not just go through the tough time, but grow through the tough time and get better and make it a better day every day. Go ahead, Michael. Well, once I had that moment where I realized that nothing has meaning until we give it meaning and that I was going to make this my last bad day, that I could choose my labels. And even if I have a bad moment during the course of the day, it didn't have to lead to a full bad day. Mm. And that led to me understanding that if I was going to get my body right, because I Oh, stop right there. Hold, stop right there for one. Just because I want to make sure you people heard it. That was powerful, folks. Just because you had a moment in that day, don't have to make that a full bad day. Many people will say, you know what, I got a ticket this morning on the work on the on the way to work. What a bad day. Oh what oh, 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 oh I, I I hit a pothole and, and I had a flat tire. What a bad day. Oh oh and they take one little piece of that day and let it determine the rest of the day. Oh no. Come on, Michael. Keep going. You said in one moment doesn't determine your day unless you choose it. Go ahead. Michael. Absolutely. And it's a choice. So I don't want to have a bad moment, get any more fuel or attention than it deserves. So we're going to have these moments in life. And so I knew that if I was going to heal my body, which I broke a whole bunch of everything. In fact, the femoral artery of my left leg got lacerated when my left femur shattered. Wow. I knew though, to get my body healthy, I had to get my mind healthy. And through that whole transition, that whole journey, I found the power of gratitude, which I write about in my latest book, My Last Bad Day Shift. And what gratitude helped me see was everything I still had and everything I could still do, as opposed to what I was looking at before when the doctors first painted this picture of dependency. All I saw back then was everything I had lost, everything I couldn't do anymore. So one of the things that really helped me in my recovery is diving into this practice of gratitude and gratitude for the big things in life. Yes. But the ordinary, the micro, the little things that we blow past that we don't acknowledge, like those moments to me become ever so special and even our challenges. And this is what I share with a lot of people when I go out and talk is that we can be grateful for our challenges. And I know you'll appreciate this and your listeners as well is that our challenges are our greatest growth engines. Absolutely. Our greatest growth opportunities. So gratitude can also be about our challenges in life because they will make us stronger and better and wiser and lead to more joy. Absolutely. My wife and I were just talking about that the other day. She was talking about the fact that we were listening to a um, 
an old clip of me singing in a nightclub that someone had sent me. And they said, this was when you were singing in a nightclub. Now, this is almost 30 years ago. I don't even remember how they recorded, but we used to record on cassette tapes. And someone had a cassette and they said, you know, you were really singing well. And isn't it uh, amazing how you transformed your life after getting fired, after becoming a a well-known nightclub singer, winning the award five times in a uh, row, best jazz singer, best entertainer in the Washington, D.C. area. They even said, you can't win it anymore. Had standing room only audiences, seven o'clock show, nine o'clock show, and things were going great. And I got replaced by a karaoke machine because the owner of the club said, hey, there's something going around the country that's a lot cheaper than the band. We love you, but we can fill up the, the nightclub and not have to pay that big expense to the band. And we can just buy this once and make more money. He said it is not personal. It's just a better return on investment. But it was personal to me. That's how I made my living. It was a bad day at that moment. But I decided to change my thinking and transform my thinking. And I think about now that experience was that setback was the opening to me becoming a speaker. I wouldn't be on the radio now with all of these radio shows all over the country. I wouldn't be speaking all over the globe. I wouldn't have global best-selling books. I wouldn't have been named one of the top five speakers in the world or inducted in the Speaker Hall of Fame without that setback, that experience. Well, Michael, you're absolutely right. It was that experience that gave you a new perspective. I love in the book how you say, uh, when I woke up from that very difficult experience, I didn't just wake up consciously. I woke up with a new thinking and making the decision to have my last best day made me realize how exhausted my life had been. I had wasted so much time doing mindless things, stressing myself out and comparing myself to others. Up until that point, life was a measuring contest. I couldn't win because there was always someone out there who was bigger and better. Even though I understood the game, I still continued to play, beating myself up for not being enough. That next morning, I woke up early, got into my wheelchair, went to a quiet place in the hospital to start a new morning ritual that I talk about throughout the book. I didn't know it at that time, but it was the start of a mindfulness practice that helped me transition from a human doer to a human being. And I was in the process of being all that I was born to be. And now you mentioned my my mentor, your mentor as well, Zig Ziglar. You also mentor, mentioned Victor Frankl. One of my great um, quotes uh, quotes I get from life is from Victor Frankl. And it says, when we are no longer able to change a situation, we are challenged to change ourselves. <laughs> Yeah. Folks, this is some good. Before, before we go any further, I want people to go get this book, to follow you, to get in touch with you, to bring you in to speak. Where can they get in touch with you, Michael O'Brien? Best place is michaelobrienshift.com. Michael. O B R I E N S H I F T. michaelobrienshift.com. Michael O'Brien Shift, S H I F T. Dot com. Well, okay, keep going, Michael, because you 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 find me up. I'm taking notes quick as I can because you got so many good pearls and principles of turning your bad into good and turning those bad days into the last bad day for your life. What else do you tell people? Well, the other thing that you just mentioned, Dr. Willie, is this comparison I felt I was under. And this was back before social media. Now, in 
you know, where we are today, social media is everywhere. And so many people, I see them in my travels, comparing what they have versus other people, comparing maybe their beginning to someone else's middle and feeling like they're never measuring up, that they have to do more to be more. Or they have to do something extraordinary to be considered extraordinary. And I, I believe this, and this is what I learned throughout my recovery, is that you don't have to do more to be more. You just have to spend your time doing the right things, the things that truly matter. And you mentioned Zig Ziglar, and I was living my life in a way that Zig would describe in some of his early talks. Do have be. Do hustle and grind to have more stuff so you then you could be happy. And I flipped that around, much like Zig did, that I was going to be happy to start and do the things that happy people do, do the things that leaders do, and as a result, have more happiness and joy in my life. And so one of the things I think that gets caught, people get caught up with, is this comparison trap, this comparison-itis, as I like to say. Mm. And if we can just lessen our comparison, which then, if we tend to judge ourselves less frequently and judge others less frequently, then what we do is we hold some space to be curious and empathetic. And we can accept who we are right now, but we can also, in, our, in that same breath or that same thought, also be driven to getting a little bit better tomorrow than we are today. And then tomorrow when we wake up, we do it again. And we have that discipline of that daily progress towards getting to some level of mastery or excellence. I think we can do both, that we can accept where we are here today as the place that we're supposed to be, but we can also be driven to create win-win opportunities for us and those around us. And when I go out and talk, I talk about how leaders today can do it, because I think Actually, I know in today's society, we need this more than ever. We need to come together. Absolutely. I've created a website called jollygoodnews.org, which is a faith-based site to tell people in these times of bad news and sad news and depressing news and discouraging news. We need some good news to lift people's spirits, to let them know that you're going through a tough time, but don't give up. Don't throw in the towel. Don't, don't, for God's sake, make a permanent decision for a temporary problem. This too shall pass. And that we need some mindset shift. One of the things I like in here that you talk about is that you said, I made a decision. Now, folks, I cannot say this enough. Decision is taken from the Greek word to cut. You make an incision, you cut in. You make a decision, you cut off. I made the cut-off decision that I was not going to play the victim anymore. No. Now is the time to be resilient. And no matter what the situation I was going to be a victor. I love this kind of thinking, this kind of attitude, because really, this is the kind of attitude that will help you overcome the challenges of life. You're going to have challenges, folks. Life is about challenges. All of us have them. Nobody is uh, exempt. Uh, setbacks and challenges is an equal opportunity provider, not, not giving it to just some, everybody. But... Those who succeed and those who live the most happy and joyful and joy-filled lives are those who make the decision, I choose to be happy. You know, Abraham Lincoln said, 
people are going to be about as happy as they choose to be. So you might as well choose to be happy. So, Michael, uh, you, you, you've chosen to be happy. You've chosen to help people to understand that uh, it's a decision. This is a decision. You decided one day, all banged up, broken up in the hospital. But rather than being depressed about what had happened, you decided, okay, this is going to be my last bad day. And I love how you, you put in the book, you got a, a place in the book for people to write their decision and, and get his. What date are you declaring as your last bad day? And last bad day. And then you've got a space for the month, the date, and the year to notate it in this book that he gives you when you buy the shift book. He gives you that. So I'm encouraging you to get it. We're going to take a break. We're going to come back for this last segment. He's going to give you some more. And there's a piece in here about financial freedom and financial decisions that come out of a process of making the decision that this is my last bad day. This is Dr. Willie Jolly on the Willie Jolly Wealthy Way Show. And for sure, your best is yet to come. We'll be right back. Friendship is not about being convenient. It's about being committed and consistent. You can call on me. When you need me. up the phone you can call and call me, me. Hi, this is Dr. Willie Jolly, and people often ask, how did I go from a broke, busted nightclub singer to become a best-selling author and to be voted one of the outstanding five speakers in the world by the 175,000 members of Toastmasters International? The answer is that I decided to invest in and change my thinking, invest in my mindset, and decided to change my inputs because inputs determine outputs. I heard about a seminar years ago when I was just getting started. I was making about $100 a speech, and I heard this seminar that was creating millionaires, and it cost $10,000, but the guy was getting results. I didn't have that kind of money, but I decided to borrow it because I learned that there's a price for success, the price of college, the price of going to school, the price of education. There's a price for success, and then there's a cost for not paying the price, the cost of staying the same. And that cost is greater than the price. It's too expensive. And so I went, and it changed my life. And I came back and quickly made $100,000. I heard a similar story from Dr. Dave Martin, how he went to a success rally, heard a speaker who inspired him. He and his friend said, wow, that's changed my life. The speaker had a package of materials to help build wealth. The package cost $1,500. And that was all the money Dr. Dave had to his name. Dr. Dave's friend asked, do you think this stuff is worth it? Dr. Dave thought for a moment. He said, I don't know. I don't know if it's worth it. But I do know that I'm worth it. I'm worth it. He invested that money in that package and used the materials to grow his thinking. He grew his mindset. He shared how that $1,500 investment has gone on to generate millions in revenues. He's a multimillionaire. 
and he has homes now in Arizona and Florida. I want to say to you, it's time to invest in you. I want to give you some materials that will help you grow you, grow your mindset, grow your future, grow your finances. Go to wjspeaks.com slash billionaire wjspeaks.com slash billionaire to get some materials that will inspire your success and help you find that there's a price for success, but there's a cost for not paying the price. And the cost is always greater than the price. Go to wjspeaks.com slash billionaire and get the bag, the box, or any of the materials there and keep growing your wealth. And remember, as a man thinketh, so as he is, and your best is yet to come. And we're back. This is Dr. Willie Jolly and the Willie Jolly Wealthy Ways Show and Podcast. By the way, for those who are listening on the radio, know that if you want to listen again or you missed it in one of the replays, you can go starting in about a week and hear this again on a podcast on iHeartRadio, C-Suite Radio, Stitcher, Spotify, TuneIn. Or Apple Podcasts. So go to iHeartRadio, look me up, Willie Jolly Wealthy Ways, or C-Suite Radio, Stitcher, TuneIn, Spotify, or Apple Podcasts. And I am grateful that you can hear it in many places, in many ways. What I do ask you to do is to share it. Once you find one of these podcasts and you sign up for it, make sure you not just listen, but you sign up to get notifications when I post a new podcast, then I want you to share it. Send it to 20 people, or at least five people, but five to 20 people you know need to be inspired. Some of your people on your network, put it on Facebook, put it on your social media, say, you look, you got to hear this one. This one today about my last bad day is awesome. This guy, Michael O'Brien, is out of sight. I need to have him come for my company. I need to have him come to my group. I need to uh, get more, one of his books for all my people. I love that kind of thinking because those are the ones who grow their people and grow their businesses. And so Michael O'Brien is my guest today. He is the chief shift, S-H-I-F-T, officer at Peloton Executive Consulting. He speaks to corporations, Fortune 100 corporations around the world now, and Entrepreneur Magazine, Fast Company Magazine. He's been on ABC, all the television networks, and now he's on the Willie Jolly Wealthy Way show. He has a book called Shift, Creating Better Tomorrows, Winning at Work and in Life. And when you buy the big book that tells the story, you also will get as a gift. He gives this to you. He'll give you... The other one, free. He throws it in. I said, that's a good deal. So I want you to check it out, go get it, and grow it. Grow yourself. Grow your thinking. Grow your future. All right, Michael, I want to talk a little bit about this financial part in the back of the, 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 the small book that was I thought was pretty powerful. That you talk about, uh, I mean, you've got so many pieces, the finish line, yeah, but, 
But let's talk about finances. Let's talk about money. <laughs> to live an energetic life, you need a healthy relationship with money. Let's talk about it. You say so, let's talk about it. Go ahead and talk about the money. Cause I want people to talk about the money. Well, I think this is so key. And we tend not to talk about money. So many people out there are pursuing it. But one of the things that they don't really grasp is what does their money mean to them? It's the story of the money. The money itself is just paper or credit or what have you, but it's important to understand, and this relates back to knowing your values. What does money represent to you? Is it about providing for family? Is it freedom? Is it giving to others? Is it flaunting it, you know, all the people with a whole bunch of bling? What's that story of your money? I love to have people start there so we can understand what that is. Yes. And therefore, we can take some steps and have some conversations to get our financial health in order. Because having our financial health, health in order does give us more freedom, more opportunity to, if we're not in the right job, maybe switch jobs. Or if we're not in the right city, maybe switch cities. But it gives us a chance, too, if we have children, to be able to provide to them, give them opportunities that maybe we didn't have growing up. I grew up without a lot of, you know, privilege, but we had, you know, we were pretty middle class, but we had a stable foundation as far as what money meant to us. And in the early days of my career, I lost sight of that. I was not so disciplined when it came to using my credit cards. And I had a low moment where I had to ask my dad <clears throat> to bail me out. And I made a commitment to myself in that moment that I'd never be put in that situation again. I would make different choices as it relates to how I spent my money so I can plan better for my future. Absolutely. And one of the things I've told people, I have uh, four goals I set every year that focus my thinking about money. And those four goals are what are my give goals? I want to give a big check to some charity, to a church, to a ministry, to somebody who's doing well, I want to give a big check. So my give goal is always my biggest goal because I know as you give, so shall it be given unto you. It really is, uh, is a, a truth. So I got my give goal. Then my, what is my do goal? Uh, uh, no, what is my get goal? I'm sorry, after my get goal, my, my get goal, what must I get this year? What, what must I generate? I got a number I got to generate so I can give what I want to give. Then the, what is my do goal? What must I do? What books must I write? What speeches must I give? What programs must I develop? Which content must I create? And so what must I do so I can get, so I can give? And then what must I become? What kind of person must I become and grow in my capacity? What, what kind of classes do I need to take? How do I grow myself as a person? What changed me from a broke, busted nightclub singer? Were those audios by Zig Ziglar and those books by Norman Vincent Peale and Napoleon Hill and Dennis Kimbrough? The books I read, the audios I listened to that changed my thinking. And once I change my thinking, I change my life. And so that is what I'm encouraging all of you to do. I'm encouraging you to make a commitment to read more, to listen to more positive, motivational, inspirational material. Remember, your input determines your output. Garbage in, garbage out. Well, actually, garbage in, garbage stays. It doesn't go all the way out. But good stuff in, good stuff stays. So Michael O'Brien, he has 
changed his thinking and now is putting his material and messaging all over the globe. And so what are a few more ideas, Michael, that you learned from this decision, decision that today is my last bad day. You got to shift. Absolutely, Dr. Willie. So one of the things I want to stress is when I talk about having your last bad day today, it's not about unicorns and rainbows and an endless supply of candy. It's that day where you make a decision, or we've talked about. Make, you make a decision that you're going to live life differently going forward, mm. that you are in control of the people that you have around you. And this is something that is so vital. You know, I'm on the cover of my book, but I'm only here today because of everyone in my peloton. I'm here because of my wife and my daughters. When people read the book, as you have, I often get back feedback. Like, this is sort of a love letter to your wife. Your wife is remarkable. And that's such an easy, easy question to answer or to respond to because she absolutely is. I'm only here today. So we also have choice in who do we want to spend our time with? Who brings out the best in us? So because we can't do this thing called life and our career by ourselves. Life is not a solo project. We need people around us. And so to have your last bad day is about awareness and being definitive to say, okay, going forward, I'm going to be purposeful. I'm going to be mindful and thoughtful in in terms of how I live. And I'm going to surround myself with the people that bring out the best in me. Absolutely. I mean to tell you, folks, this is my kind of book. It's my kind of thinking. My last bad day shift. It helps you manage your energy and find peace and see opportunities through new thinking. It's change how you work to change how you live. Work toward long-term success. And there are 20 key questions in the book. Build a community, a peloton that will have your back. And those who don't have your back, you'll say, They're not part of my day because I've decided I've had my last bad day. And so when you make that decision, everything changes. Again, Michael O'Brien, where can they reach you? Where can they get the book? Where can they get in touch with you? They can go right to michaelobrienshift.com to pick up the books. And once they're there, they can also sign up for my weekly newsletter where I share inspirational perspectives to help them shift in all aspects of their life, just like I did coming off of my last bad day. Wow. This is a great, great, great concept. I love it. I love it. I love it. And I think about what Maya Angelou said as as you talked about um, some of the principles in the book. Maya Angelou said, if there's something in your life you don't like, change it. But if you cannot change it, change your attitude. And so he changed his attitude and made his accident one day that was not going to determine the rest of his life. And he's gone on. I want you to do the same, folks. I want you to make that decision. I remember a lady called me one day, and she was going through a divorce. Her high school sweetheart, and she had been together. She was the only love he had known, and he was the only love she had known. But somewhere in there, it, it went south. It went bad. And he said he didn't want to be married anymore. And she said... I didn't know what to do. I I was devastated. We had a child together and everything was wrapped around. My life was wrapped around his. I did all of my activities around his. And I said to her, you know what? You've got to make the decision today that you will not curl up and die. 
that you've got more life to live and your best days are still ahead of you. And she says something about when I said you will not curl up and die struck her. And she made up her mind that she wasn't going to die. And she went on to live a great life. I hear from her occasionally now. And she says, you know what? I'm remarried. I found a guy who treats me like a queen. We are doing great. I've got more money. My business has grown. I started a business. It's grown. Thank you, because I did not curl up and die. Well, I hope y'all won't do the same. So no matter what you're going through, don't give up and don't curl up and die. This is Dr. Willie Jolly. Go to winwithwillie.com, my new site, winwithwillie.com, and click a tab, whether it's the marriage tab, whether it's the business tab, whether it's the faith tab, whether it's with your children, or if you want to be in the speaking industry, there's a tab for that, how to help you grow your speaking enterprise or get in the speaking industry. Whatever you do, go to winwithwillie.com. And remember... For sure, your best is yet to come. Have a great day on purpose. God bless you. enjoyed this podcast episode and I hope you got something of great value and I hope that you were inspired, you were motivated, you were empowered and you were encouraged to live your best life. I hope this information and this inspiration will help you to do more, be more and to achieve more. That's the goal why I started this program and I hope it helped you in a mighty way. Now, I ask you to make sure and that you take full advantage of all the resources that came through this program. I hope you go to wjspeaks.com gift and get some of the free resources that we have there for you. I hope you go to wjspeaks.com shop to get some of the books that we have created, that we've labored over to make sure that they will deliver a powerful message to you. I hope you go to willyjolly.com slash billionaire, willyjolly.com slash billionaire, or wjspeaks.com slash billionaire to get the box that it will inspire your whole family or get the bag of books. Make this a great day, a great week, a great month. And remember, it is true that you are blessed and all things are possible for them that believe. So make the most of the belief that you have now in your future. This is Dr. Willie Jolly. Have a great day. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.